of Pod Be With You, a podcast from the First Congregational Church of Dundee, but not only from the First Congregational Church of Dundee for long. This is a little bit of a different episode. I'm Aaron. And I'm Paige. And Paige has got some news. That's right. Uh, very soon, uh, this after this Sunday, which is my last Sunday here at the it First is. Congregational Church of Dundee, I will be the pastor at the Congregational Church of Batavia. Just down the road, a fellow Fox Valley Church. Yes, not far at all, very close. So after a seven-year journey as colleagues together here and as pastor and congregation here, this is the start of a new chapter. Absolutely. I'll be saying goodbye on this Sunday and I have a couple days after that in the week. And, uh, and then I'll be starting at uh, Batavia November 1st. Change is weird. Change is hard. Even in a time like this when so many things are disrupted and so many things are in flux, I know it's going to be a difficult time. In some ways, it's a uniquely difficult time to change, even if we think we're used to it and there's maybe space and permission for change. First of all, it's never easy, and that's complicated in these times by not being able to do some of the things we usually do to say goodbye and get closure and process and start and celebrate and all those things that we usually like to do, frankly, together mm -hmm. as a church. We just can't gather in the same way to do that. No, it's taken a little bit of creativity for us to be able to have <laughs> conversations about how we're going to do this, to be able to say goodbye appropriately and close ministry in uh, a, a congregational, communal way. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a little bit trickier. Um, usually what you do is you have a big service <laughs> with a big party afterwards, yeah. and we just can't do that. Um, and likewise, starting a new ministry is going to be strange in that way because I, I can't won't, even imagine. Honestly. I won't get to be able to meet people directly for some time, I think, uh, because again, we would normally have a big service and a big get to know you soiree, and uh, none of that is going to be able to happen. It'll it'll take a, a a new way of looking at what ministry is. But we've been doing that for six months now, so we have. <laughs> it's almost it's become a little more normal than I would have wanted it to be. Even. Absolutely. Well, we do so much, it, it takes so much in this time of relative separation to maintain the relationships we have, it's difficult even more so to end and begin. Yeah. Because we rely on that embodied experience to do it. It's going to take a lot of leaps of faith from a lot of people. And frankly, there will be just some things we miss. Yeah. And we will certainly miss you this has been a wonderful seven years, and, and we have to say that this in many ways is an ending, so I'm going to contradict myself and also say but, and we'll get to that but in a minute. Let's start with saying it really is an ending, um, and that's a difficult thing to do these days when our lives can stay connected so easily, and our human tendency is to say, well, but it's, it's not really over. We'll still really be there, and in, and maybe in some ways, but for the most part, no, we won't. No, um, my, my time as the pastor at FCC truly is coming to a close, and I won't be in that position anymore and won't be in the same way in the community anymore, and that makes a difference. Um, it really is. It, it, you were saying that it used to be Again, it used to be different before we had all of the social media and the ability to be together across distance and just keep and track time of one another. And keep track yeah. of one another. Yeah. It used to be that a pastor would 
end their position with the church, possibly move away, and that was that was easier in some ways. Um, but it was but certainly more clear in some clean ways, cut. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, and it's just not like that anymore, uh, and so we have to we have to we have to check those boundaries and make sure that we're uh, keeping them and and uh, and doing the right thing to make sure that we are where we need to be. Yeah, we have to honor that ending. Yeah, because it's real and it's a hard part of life uh, it, that we don't often pay as much attention to because there's grief in it, Absolutely. And, it, and, it and it can be painful. Um, we also don't want to skip to the end and say it's all about new beginnings, although there are some new beginnings, <laughs> right, and fresh challenges and these things that, that make us joyful and inspired and excited. Yeah. Uh, but we have to pay attention and honor the parts of this that, are, that have been and are no longer. Yeah, I've, I've been in, in my transition time, I've been reading this little booklet uh, that I got about bringing a pastoral ministry to an end mm. called Running Through the Thistles, oh. and, um, it, it, which is a great metaphor Very because a lot of people, a lot of us want to do that. It hurts, and so we just want to get through it as quickly as possible and, 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 and be done with it. Um, but there is a lot to be said for taking your time and, um, and feeling the grief um, because that's part of the that's part of the end. That's part of the closure, and that's also part of the healing and moving on. It is. That, it's part of what makes us ready to begin again. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's been a it's been a great book, um, uh, helping me to be able to because uh, I have a lot of grief about this too. I'm I'm excited about what will be coming, but my time here at FCC has been so profoundly beautiful hmm. um, and uh, I'm connected to so many people in so many wonderful ways that it has been difficult for me um, and so uh, these last few weeks have been <laughs> emotionally exhausting really they have to be yeah right as I'm as I'm saying goodbye to people and reconnecting with folks for that kind of last time in the same way um, mm. it's been I, I we had to get together um, uh, Sunday night with the youth groups, mm -hmm. uh, which was profound for me because I have seen, uh, I work mostly with the middle school youth group, uh, but I've had all of those kids in mm -hmm. middle school youth group or in confirmation. Or and, Sunday school. Or even. Sunday school Starting, even. Yeah. Oh, I know. Or Sunday school even. And, uh, and we had to get together, uh, Sunday night and, um, and I, I almost cried in mm. front of, in front of these youth, <laughs> right? Because I'm like, they have had such a profound impact on my life, whether they know it or not, uh, to watch them grow. I mean, we have people that, uh, that I had practically in Sunday school that are seniors mm. now, mm -hmm. which is just astonishing. And, um, and, uh, you know, to take those opportunities to be able to say, thank you. I love you. I'll miss you. It's true. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if congregations know how much they shape us and influence us and, and in some ways how much they, they mean. And, and I understand it's, it's not, there are weird clergy boundaries, things that you want to, we are a pastor to this congregation. They are not our family. Right. In some ways, they're not even our friends or our primary social group. In, in, in order to maintain some, some healthy boundaries and roles, at, at the same time, we cannot, these are the people with whom we spend our lives. I've been here for a little over 11 years. You yeah. were here for over seven of them. Um, they cannot, they, they've seen us through decades of our own growth. 
Yep. And they've been the ones with whom we have shared our time. And mm -hmm. that cannot help but, as you said, profoundly influence us. Much of the attention of these times of ending uh, is often on what, congregation, what, what congregations of pastors have quote-unquote done together. And some of that focuses on this is the impact you as a pastor made on this congregation. And this is either what we've accomplished or this is how you've been there for us. This is how you have formed us. But it is at least as equally true that we are made by the congregations with whom we've been in relationship. And this is a great one. This is a great one. That's absolutely true. If I, if I may for a moment, Please. Uh, on my, in my sermon on Sunday, which was uh, the last sermon that, that I will have preached here, I wanted to take some time to, to actually speak directly to that, the ways in which this congregation has shaped me and formed me and strengthened me and encouraged me in my call. And I started with a story uh, that perhaps not a lot of people know, that when I was first called here hmm. as a part-time care pastor seven years ago, I was not entirely sure that ministry was still the right place for me to be. Hmm. In some ways, um, uh, taking this job was, was, was floating a trial balloon past the divine to say, <laughs> what, what do you think? Um, and, uh, see if this flies. Yeah, yeah let's, see, let's see if this is still a thing. And... Um, and the support and encouragement and welcome and just downright affirmation of my call that I received while here um, has, has changed me. I would not be able to be doing what I am going to be doing were it not for the people of this place and the ways in which they have been the body of Christ to me. We have shared sacred, holy moments in beautiful powerful ways and that has changed me um and it just it's just true mm. uh in a in a powerful way so um so saying saying goodbye is is difficult mm. um because you've been uh formative for me in 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 that really real sense mm. of forming me in <laughs> ministry we have summed it up here often maybe just because we like to reduce these things sometimes or have a quick way to say it, but we've said it a million different ways. We are sad for us and happy for you. And these can be true at the same time. Yeah. You can be sad to leave and excited for the new channel and excited to meet. You can be sad to leave those you've known and excited to meet those you are about to meet at the same time. Yeah. And, and I wonder sometimes if we too easily compartmentalize life is it's, it has to be either happy or sad. It has to be good or bad. And almost all the time, it is all these things together. Right. Absolutely. Especially when it's a choice or a change that we choose, right? Yes. That can be, that can be difficult because sometimes we are simply acted upon and life happens and change happens. And it's still about how you faithfully respond. But when it's a choice we actively choose... Uh, that's a different role and a different responsibility. Mm -hmm. And uh, in this case, I think it is as close to a win-win-win as, as we can get, but that still doesn't mean it's easy. Right. What was it like to write that last sermon? It was, I, I don't want to put last in front of everything you do because it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of that goodbye tour that you're doing, but, but that would have to make it real in a way. It, it, it really was. It was so hard, and I was telling you this a little bit earlier, it was so hard for me to write that sermon mm. um, because I wanted to be able to say goodbye and I wanted to be able to articulate 
some of those things that I was just talking about, the ways in which this congregation has shaped me and formed me and encouraged me and held me. Uh, I mean, you know, and I'm not just talking about the two hip replacements, <laughs> right? Although that, but there was some I mean, physical, there was literal support. Little, yeah. yeah, literal physical support. Um, but but those those really important things and. It, like you said, it made it real in a way that it hadn't been up to that point. I, you know, I knew, I knew that this was coming. I knew that it was happening. I had been on the journey and saying goodbye to people, but it's a different thing to do it and bring it to a close in that particular way. To be able to say, "Wow, this really is my last sermon. What, mm. what do I want to say? Mm. Um, because this is my chance." Um, and it was really hard to write. I had, a, I had a really difficult time. I sat in front of that computer and just stared at it. I paced around the house. I went for walks through the neighborhood, <laughs> all yeah. sorts of things, uh, trying to be able to get down to something that felt authentic mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and real uh, without being too vulnerable in, mm. in a way as well. Well, because I know as pastors, one of the things that we often take care to do is be real and authentic but not so pained and vulnerable that the congregation begins to feel like they need to pastor you right right because there are a one bad way to minister is to say i'm going to be real and i'm just going to fling my emotional mess all over (laughs) everything uh right and say i'm going to use this as a way of processing all my stuff out in front of you and that's just icky yeah um but at the same time if we if people get the idea that this doesn't affect us or somehow we're not really engaged, that's, that's not true either. No, that's not authentic. Right. Um, and so it's a fine line. Yeah. It's a really fine line to be able to walk. And I found that this last Sunday, it was especially difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I hope that I was able to hit the right, the right tone. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, that understanding that it is it is more than just sadness, and it's more than happiness. It is, it is a mixture of these things, and, it, and gratitude is in there, and joy, and excitement. And to relief, see, you and, can say it. And, no, no, and and finally, I'm out. No. But, um, but also excitement to see what's going to happen with this congregation going forward. Yeah. You know, there's, 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 um, there's a little bit of that too, because I know that God is at work in powerful ways here. Um, and to be able to, to say, where are you going to go next? Mm. Um, is really exciting as well. And so, and in um, Batavia too, yeah. starting a distinctly new chapter, a time when you can grow together and rebuild and discover. And yeah. I don't know nearly as much about it as you do, but you're, it seems to be that you're entering in a moment in a life in their congregation that is where there's a lot of good work to be done and a, probably a lot of pent-up energy to be the church in ways that bring a lot of joy. And that's a, it reminds me in some ways of the moment when I first came here, uh, following a couple of interim ministries and ready with a congregation, ready to begin a new chapter and to have you enter at that time is as a pastor, that has to be inspiring. It is. It's exciting, and um, and and they're excited, which is really cool too. They 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 do. They have this energy, this this desire to be engaged in their community and engaged in their world, and 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 and. 
this vision of who they're called to be and um, and they're excited that I get to walk with them which is really cool it's a cool time to come alongside a congregation isn't it it really is it really is there's a lot going on and they they have the they have the energy and the spirit hmm. uh, to do it now and and that's really exciting I'm excited to see you in that role uh, I think that we have I, I I have loved the way in which we've been able to be colleagues here because that does not come along every day. No. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because the mic is on. We've, <laughs> we've said that before. Um, back to, speaking of the sermon and the, and the closure and the making it real, you talked about how writing that sermon and preaching that sermon brings, brings it really to the fore in a way. And that's, that's why we say things out loud. And that, that's why we have these ending litanies or liturgies or rituals is because when you put it into words, when you get what's on the inside on the outside and you have to process it in that way, it does make it more real. It mm -hmm. is confronting in a, in a, in a real way. Yeah. Um, and so we'll do that this Sunday. It, it's tough. It, it is tough because it, it sounds like we're eulogizing you. Right? <laughs> it and she does. was wonderful and we loved her and her infectious laugh and her like, and we'll miss her so much. And But who she was has made us and brought us to this moment and a part of her lives in you. I mean, it sounds like, it sounds like it a eulogy. It does. It sounds like a funeral. Well, but that's what our most, the common reference point for endings mm -hmm. are, right? Uh, because sometimes we don't go there that formally for an ending unless we're forced into it. Yeah. And I think this is one of the ways that churches try to model that health of, of both the celebration of endings and the faithful, or of beginnings and the faithfulness in endings. Absolutely. I, we were looking at the order of worship, mm -hmm. actually, that's in the United Church of Christ Book of Worship for transitions such as this. And um, it really is a beautiful, short, but beautiful mm -hmm. ceremony that allows for the speaking of truths mm -hmm. and the releasing of responsibilities, but also the celebration of the great joys that we've had together. Mm -hmm. um, the asking of the asking for forgiveness yep. and, and the the offering of forgiveness mm -hmm. mutually in the ways in which we may have missed one another or just inevitably have been limited. Yeah. Uh, and and it's a it is amazing how moving those words are for being so simple. Yeah. I mean, they sound like vows. They in do. In many ways, because they, they are. are. They are. They vows. are. Absolutely. Well, all this talk of endings, and I said there was a big but coming and here here's the big but but this podcast is not ending we are for a while at least going to try to continue this podcast together mm -hmm. which is a bit unusual and frankly a little bit of a, a change compared to a lot of and it's not out of our reluctance to our, our reluctance to end Right. right. I, I really think this is born of the fact that we love doing this together, that we believe it has value both for us and for our congregations, plural, uh, but also that it can begin to model something that we each think is really important, and that is churches cooperating and coordinating on shared ministry, even if it's amongst their leaders at first, in a way that hopefully starts to dismantle the dysfunctions of a lot of different churches 
even in the same area that our neighbors just be in their own little islands, lonely and competing with one another. Yeah. And there's too much of that. There, too much of it. There is, and that is... That is what has been modeled, I think, in a lot of ways in the past. And um, again, we're entering, we're entering a new age uh, in which we can, we can cooperate and collaborate in new and different ways. And I think that that's really helpful. Um, and so uh, I'm, excited, I'm excited to see how this is going to work and, and how we're going to be able to do that together. Plus, we both just really like this. That's true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get a fair amount of energy from doing this, and, 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 and I want to keep that going. Yeah. That's fun. It has been difficult at times to navigate times of change when there are healthy boundaries that need to be maintained and there's some unnecessary boundaries that need to be let go. Right. And I think this is one of them. So for instance, healthy boundaries are things like, is Paige gonna come back and do your wedding? No. no. Do your funeral? No. Is she the one you call if someone's in the hospital? No even if you like her a lot more than me, right? <laughs> she's not, the, she's not the, the pastor here. Right. At the same time, I know people are watching services from, I've got family members in, across the Midwest and across the US watching our services here, but then they'll also watch the online service from their home in Memphis, or then they'll go to their local church, or I'm gonna listen to a podcast from who knows where. Yeah. Or I mean, this idea that it is local church or nothing has broken down, and I don't know that that's a boundary we need to maintain. Um, especially when there's so much creative ministry going on in so many different places and we can share resources and share insights. We know a lot of cool clergy from across the nation and even internationally doing some really wonderful things and this idea that every church has to do its own thing from scratch where it's at, well listen it's just not going to happen. I mean especially as many churches are under-resourced or you've got pastors splitting their time between two, three, even four churches. Yep. Uh, it, that's just not how it should be. We, and, and hopefully we can model how to take our collegiality and span it across some of these boundaries that don't need to be there while upholding many of the boundaries that, that still do. do. Absolutely. To that end, we've got some... Uh, pretty exciting things that we think are coming. So with the caveat that the next couple of weeks of this podcast might be a little bit different, right? I'm going to be uh, moving here to take on some different responsibilities and to coordinate in a different way. Um, you're going to rightfully take a couple of weeks away from, yep. from a lot of things mm -hmm. to focus on you and focus on family and get your spiritual feet under you before you begin. Uh, this this new adventure and so it might be a couple of weeks where we're not doing exactly the same thing that said we're going to try to pre-record some things yep. we're going to try to um, and we're also going to work on some guests and we'll say more about that another time but we've got some cool guests with some really fascinating specializations and focuses in ministry that I think will be great conversations so it's not just me and you all the time but I guess we'll just say over the next few weeks or so, bear with us if things are not exactly on schedule or if we, we deviate from our usual pattern of this is Thursday and we're talking about the scripture for the upcoming week, you know, those types <laughs> of things. 
Yes, that will that will be back, but in the interim, there may be some some different uh, aspects of what we're doing that we get to see, and I think that'll be fun too. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time with us thank and you. for our time together. It has meant a lot to me as a person and a pastor, and I am glad that in the midst of all these endings, there is a way in which we can still be. And I'm excited for your new beginnings. Me too. Thank you. And thank you all for spending this time with us. We appreciate you being here. As always, we ask you to like, share, rate, subscribe, do all those things you do. You can find us. And by us, I mean me now. <laughs> FCCDundee.com or FCC of Dundee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Soon, Pastor Paige will be back with her own website. And yes. her own Twitter handles and her own all those things to be able to share with you uh, in the meantime and probably her own little slogan to tie this off at the end but ours for now is find ways to get together get inspired get to work until we see you again be well bye bye